Merida, Filena, and Anima wake aboard the Opal Star for their first full day outside of the Federation. They still have some questions about the thieves, Farida's mysterious benefactor, and Anima's missing memories on top of other things. Space has plenty of mysteries as well, but first things first. Spectra and Holly are taking them to go and officially meet the Alliance. A whole other world out there and our friends are about to get their very first taste. off with y'all going to bed a lot to think about and the night passes uneventfully and to start off the day I would like all of you to roll an intelligence check. Oh boy. Mm. No, you're not listening to me roll around and try to find my dice because I was ready for this session. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> just intelligent intelligence? Straight intelligence? Yeah, just, just straight intelligence check. I got a five. This okay. Is... Anima, what'd you get? A 12 plus nothing. Okay. Farida. Alright, that's a nice modifier. Uh, that's a 14. Okay, so Farida and Anima, when you wake up, you know exactly where you are. Violina, when you wake up at first, you don't remember where you are. That's bad. It takes a couple of minutes for everything to come back, but it's just, it's been a lot to process, and when you wake up, you're just really confused for a few minutes where everything comes back to you and you remember everything that's happened and that you are on the Opal Star. Mm. I wouldn't be confused. Her paranoia would be ranked up to 11 at that point. Okay. Try to jump her for, until she remembered what happened. Yeah. It's that cold sweat anxiety wake up. It's, yeah. Having a good morning. I feared an anime when you wake up. There might be like a split second of wait where, oh, yeah. But you you have no trouble remembering where you are. You might have kind of been hoping that it was all a dream, but no, you're still on the Opal Star, which I realize I didn't do the greatest job of explaining what the sort of outside and insides look like, but on the outside when it landed, you saw that most of the panels were sort of like this milky white color, and as it landed, it started very faintly reflecting the colors around it. So the outside looks like an opal, which is gather where the name comes from. And on the inside, all of the hallways are like this plain, clean white, and there's this dark flooring. It's very clean and modern, but not necessarily cold. As you all wake up, once you take a second to remember where you are, you notice the faint sound of music outside. And it seems to be coming from the hallway. Is anyone going to go investigate? In fair, it's not your music, just to clarify. Do I recognize this music? It probably has a similar style to some of the stuff that you've done, but you can tell it's, it's not yours. Nope. I would say Vi would 
listen at the door for a second to make sure there's no one like going by and then slowly opening it. Uh, get ready to stealthily investigate. Okay. And are the rest of you also investigating? Uh, Ferda does the opposite and just straight up opens the door. Yeah, Anima does the same. Just comes right on out. Like, hi, good morning. I am really size. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that you notice is these solid white walls aren't as solid anymore. It's like these sort of faint colors rippling and pulsing. It's not technicolor wall, but it's like these little streaks of color. They're like rippling and pulsing and beat with the music, almost like it's a light show connected to the music. Oh no, this is my jam. <laughs> and you get the feeling that the music is coming from the mess hall. Oh, that's just right next to where my room was. I'll just go over there. Follow and Ferda. As you guys walk into the mess hall, you see Tally. She is busy fixing breakfast and also one of the walls. You didn't notice it at first, but it's actually a screen. And she's currently video chatting with another dentist. And they're just going back and forth. And you can tell she's really excited to see them. But when she sees, especially when she sees you, Farida, she basically like hang, hangs up the call and is like, Oh, good morning. We were wondering when you were going to wake up. Almost got breakfast ready. I will say it's kind of hard to sleep through the music, but I'm sure we can figure out some way to work around that. Uh, it... It's a joke. I live for music. All right, moving on. <laughs> yeah, it was actually getting kind of late in the day. We wanted to let you sleep in a bit, but I figured it'd be good for you all to wake up. So I thought that'd be a little easier. Like I said, breakfast is almost ready, and she's fixing like bacon and eggs and toast. It's just her in the room right now. And continue working on what I was working on last night. That song. I've moved on to the instrumental part of it. <laughs> okay. As you sit down, Tal explains. Sorry about that. I was just talking to some old friends. We haven't been able to connect in a while, but they're on a cruiser nearby, so I figured I'd say hi. She's part of the engineering corps over there. Oh, is she one of your friends from that you were around with before Sona? No, met her afterwards. We've done some training together and we like to swap tech tips back and forth. I haven't been able to talk to most people in a while because, you know, undercover. Yeah, that's true. She's also a big fan of yours, Faridus. So I figured it might be best to not let her know you're here. Reasoning? But, you know, I have that little trick where I can change my face. So if we ever need to meet them, I would be more than happy to meet them. Yeah, that's true. Did you guys all sleep all right? Hmm. Swells can be expected in a new place. Yeah. How about you, Anima? Yes, I was fine. It's good. I still don't get how you guys sleep on those Federation ships, but it, it does take a while to get used to sleeping in a new place. Come on, food's ready. Help yourself. Everyone else already ate, so just take however much you want. She's already got herself a plate. She's just gonna sit down at the table and start eating. She's got a tablet. She's sort of just tapping away on it. Hang back and let the other two go first. Oh yeah, it's a buffet. It's buffet style. It's not quite as much food as they prepared last night, but she also did mention that like everyone else has already been up and eaten, so you figure that's probably why. Um, I'm gonna say the animal was awake. She just sort of stayed in her room because she's so used to not being allowed anywhere unless she had orders. Because we sort of was like don't know how much the Ashen Forge sleeps, so I guess it's like elves where they don't really sleep, they just kind of meditate. Yeah, where you only need to sleep about like three or four hours and you're fine. I mean, yeah, you probably like could sleep more, but I imagine Anima has a lot to process. She just I sat in her room and looked out the window 
till the music started to, and she went and, and investigated. So on the start of your first full day, how's everyone processing things? Now that you've had a couple hours and been able to sleep on it. Uh, a lot to process, definitely. Things are simply different, and things are always slightly different, but things are very different now. I just nods and says, Yeah, you get used to things being different a lot, especially out here. She just keeps eating, like, she glances up at y'all, like, every so often, like, she's, she wants to talk a lot, but she's also giving y'all space and trying to remember to not overwhelm you. I'm gonna notice that and be like, you know you're more than welcome to keep talking. If you're okay with a little bit of a silent, a bit of response, I'm happy to listen. Oh, sorry, I just, I know I can get really, really overexcited sometimes, and I know y'all have a lot to think about, but it's just... It's so good to be out of that suit, and I'm so excited to get to show y'all the Alliance and show y'all planets we've been to, although we're probably going to end up going to some new ones, and I don't think I've ever been near the other Crucible. Yeah, right now Spectra's in conference, just giving some updates to people, checking to see how things are going. Guy's working at the helm, I'll have to relieve him at some point, because I think he has some more communications to send, but... We should be reaching the base around lunchtime, flowers. Yeah. Might eat there. There's like a really nice restaurant. There's a really nice restaurant plate outside that we might be that I might be able to take y'all to. I enjoy that. By the speed that I'm making this song, it might even be like in a kind of a rough draft state by the time we arrive. Would you like to hear it? You get to hear one of your songs before everyone else does? Yes. <laughs> 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 Once I can talk about it, my friends are going to be so jealous. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that won't cause us problems at all. <laughs> yeah, most of my friends are cool. There are some people who are a little strange, though. Yeah, they always come out of the woodwork, don't they? Then again, I also do have some strange friends. I don't think they're that kind of strange, though. At least not about you. There is one who's had a bit of a thing for another chart topper. But I think she knows him, so yeah. She just shrugs and goes back to eating and tapping away on the tablet. Are there any updates with our new friend, Edbay? Still doing alright. He's feeling a little better and able to communicate a little bit more, but if you could do that thing he did again, that might help him help him stabilize even more. Help him be able to do more. Yeah. I'm not sure how much of his systems he'll be able to access until we've gotten him closer to home. Yeah, I can give it a shot. Okay. We can do that later, though. Like I said, we should be there in a couple of hours. The Spectre's gonna try and get us into a private area just so there's not a lot of eyes on you. Hopefully it shouldn't take too long, but depends on how many questions they have to ask her. And they will probably have some questions for you guys, just sort of to know ya. What do you know about the Alliance? Are you okay with what happened? All that kind of stuff. I might have some bad news in that respect. Most of my responses are going to involve not having a clue. Yes, that's fair. I mean, it did just get you out of there. Yeah. Surely they'll understand that, though. I mean, they are aware of how little contact with the outside the Federation allows. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And there have been other people who have either escaped or accidentally found themselves lost in some sort of shuttle or escape pod far outside of Federation space, and we, the Alliance had to take them in. So 
they get that you're not going to be able to answer a lot of questions, but you might, like, every once in a while, just sort of check in, see how things are going. There's some things you can contact, and if you have any questions, and someone will get back to you on that, or you could ask us. I think that'll work. Don't expect you to understand all of it at once. It's just sort of a basic, are you doing okay? I think we have answers for that. <laughs> and Spectra, it shouldn't take for long. She's already started transmitting over some of her records, as have I of the logs that we kept, but it's five years worth, so that could take a while. I imagine I so. Was I really in there for five years? That seems kind of extreme. Very extreme. I mean, they put Spectra on the assignment just because people do tend to live longer. Well, both of her people tend to live longer, so it wouldn't be as bad. They didn't want me to go, but I didn't really take no for an answer. It's good to have friends like that. I I mean, someone had to have her back, and it was either they approved it or I was going to smuggle myself on board. There you go. At least you did it safely. They would have eventually forgiven me for sneaking my way on board after some community service. Which isn't all that bad. It's a lot of programming. So much programming. That's what I'm good at. Yeah. You are. What do you program? More on the mechanical side of things, but I'm a pretty decent hacker. Learned a lot from some of my friends. Really? I mean, they're so much better than I am, but... It's always good to know at least a couple of hackers, just in case you need some help getting something to work. We have lots of connections in all kinds of areas. Actually, we have... One can remember that tends to. Ha- we have one friend who. I don't explain that later. It's the long story there. We have some weird friends though. She's just sitting there eating her food, her little tail switching back and forth happily. Let's see, y'all can probably hear the drum loop that I would be working on. It's something kind of like. It doesn't sound as happy as this scene looks and is in tone. If the little bits of it that you hear are kind of mm, kind of industrial sounding, lots of using thin synthesizers for their dirtier sounds. Did Tally turn off the music? She didn't have it on super loud, but she was hoping it might be enough to sort of kind of wake y'all up. Also, she was video chatting with the friends. So like, she would have either turned it all the way off or down low enough to where you can tell the sound that Victor just described is not coming from the music speakers. It's coming from what Barrett is working on. It's, it's coming from the, like, necklace thing, which I assume has some kind of phone-conductive headphones built into it. Kelly's just gonna kind yeah. of, like, bounce her head along with it, and then just kind of her eyebrow cocks, and she looks over and is like, eh, a little different from your usual stuff, but I like it. bone to pick with this song than I did with others. That's fair. Someone did try and blow y'all up, which is very rude. Very much so. But they didn't try that with this ship, I would have, hmm... I would have dismantled them all with my bare hands. No one touches the ship. It's not my ship, per se, but it's my baby, and I don't like people touching it. Spent most of last night checking on the engines. They're all fine. Keep running some extra diagnostics, because I don't like when people touch my engines. So does the ship have vents capabilities? The off chance that someone does try harm the ship? Yeah, we've got both shielding and cloaking technologies, so... If we get enough heads up, good luck for them trying to find us, and if they do try and hit us, it's really hard. It's been a while since we've been in combat, but man, I don't hope we get into it anytime soon, but I, I, I've i missed the feeling of putting the ship through our bases. Fletcher probably has to. It's a bit of a thrill. <laughs> She's just kind of grinning. 
So, are there any sort of um, weapons that would be used in defense then, the ship, or is it just more of a protecting ship until circumstances change? Yeah, we've got weapons, both ones that'll automatically target and ones that can be controlled manually. We must have most of them on automatic right now. It's helpful for space debris, especially if bigger stuff tries to sneak up on you. But if we were, say, going into an area where we might encounter more problems, we'd pick up some extra people to help man the guns. Okay. But that doesn't happen very often, and most of the problems aren't in ships. They're organic. But still better to be safe than sorry. Oh, yeah, this ship's prepared for just about anything, and it's been through quite a lot. Oh, some upgrades. Actually, part of why I'm running the diagnostics is I want to see what all the upgrades that they've put on since I was last on here do. Figure out the way of land. So while you and Spectra were gone, was the ship just in the hands of the Alliance? Or was it being used for other missions? By some of your crew members? Or what? I'm sure that they lent it out to some people that Spectra has approved for using the ship. Since it's her ship, she just sails it and to help the Alliance sometimes. Well, most of the time. Sometimes we, we just occasionally do jobs for other people. But imagine Ty sailed it a bit and maybe some of our fr- some of our other close crew members probably used it for some stuff. And there's a record somewhere. But we no one sails this ship that we don't trust. So, alright. Actually might be what Spectre's getting briefed on. You mentioned jobs for other groups. Would that be more governments within the Alliance? Sometimes we'll do something to help any number of the governments. Just anyone who needs help and wants us to help. We've transported stuff for different companies and medical institutions. We've helped ferry diplomats a couple of times. That's always fun. They can be a little stuffy, but some of them are actually pretty cool. I think that's how we met Ty. Yeah, that is how we met Ty. He's an attaché to a diplomat, and I guess he just liked us because he's been traveling with us off and on ever since. Hmm. He does sometimes have to go back and do some diplomatic duties, but he likes to help with us and help monitor communications stuff. He's actually really good at catching things. He sounds like a good guy for another uh, first-round listener. Tally just cocks an eyebrow at you. I mean... If you can tell whether he likes the music or not, go for it. He's hard to read, and I've known him for a while. I know he does like music, it's just hard to tell when he's enjoying it sometimes. Uh, he doesn't seem to like to give straight answers. He can be that way sometimes. Other times he's strangely straightforward. I get used to him. I like him. And she does, like, taps on the tab a little, a little bit more, not looking satisfied, turns it off, and finally, like, stops glancing at the tab- tablet and focuses on you three. I was just like, I'm prepared for this, and my brain's just like, no, you're not. And I'm like, no, please don't do this to me. As ready as you need to be, which is to say not ready at all. That's how it works. At least Tylenol is finally working, and I don't have that t- random tension headache anymore, which I don't know why I had one to begin with, but it's gone now. There you go. Tally, I can't help but noticing when you were Federation, your voice through your suit different in both the cadence of your voice as well as the tone. Is that of just the suit changing and transmitting your voice? Is that something else? No, that 
was the suit, we made sure to have a sort of vocal transmogrifier built in. That was actually one of the easier parts of that suit to make. Okay. Here it might be a little weird if your robot sounded like, well, me. <laughs> don't do a very good robot voice. <laughs> Since that part is easier to make, would it be possible to replicate it outside of the suit? Theory? Why? Sometimes in the shadow net, instead of sort of speaking through messages, since it is a sort of a virtual reality, sometimes people communicate by voices, and worst case scenario, I would just like to, it's kind of curious, in case I need to speak with someone who does not need to know who I am at all. Oh, I, okay, I know what you're looking for. Those are a little more custom. Okay, that's fine. Not to think you would typically go shopping for in a regular market, but I may know some people who know some people. Oh, okay. Could look into it. That would be fantastic. Perhaps after or whatever our next stop happens to be that isn't an alliance base. I don't always look too kindly on that, but it'll be fine. Alright. And Anima, were you wanting to say something? Yes, but I mean, it doesn't necessarily need to be... Uh, the other two don't necessarily need to be. Okay. Tully finishes eating. She stands up with her plate, starts walking towards the sink. And she's like, I need to run, but I do need to take care of some stuff in engineering so I can go cover for a tie. But if any of y'all need me, I will be in one of those places. And yeah, you can also page over the intercom or use your little communicators, which I believe I had Spectre give y'all some last session. So you can just... Are you retcon that? Yeah. Speaking of uh, communications, or of, of machinery, as I put away my, my music, um, did I follow you to engineering to kind of mic some of the stuff that, some of the uh, mechanical noises that the engines might make? These trucks, sure. This way. All right. Let me know when you want me to help our player friend. Okay, I will. She sits up her shoulder while taking care of it back to engineering. And so, yeah, you'll have probably about two hours. Fair to... Tully will help you get things set up to where they can pick up the noise without being in danger of getting crushed or thrown away or getting other noise that you don't want to get. Yep. I mean, I, I go about it in the way that I usually do. I imagine she's probably going to ask you a couple questions about how you produce your music, what tools you use, and then she'll start She'll be able to suggest some other tools that are now available to you since you work in the Alliance that'll make your life easier and give you access to more resources. I don't know if I'm going to use them quite yet, but um, I have something to think about there. Basically, Farida can now sort of up her music game whenever she's ready. Nope. She's not needed already. (laughs) (laughs) She'll probably actually consciously not use that stuff and stick to a specific amount of production that is more characteristic of her sound, but also kind of shows a level of self-reliance. Of like, okay, cool, thanks for the recommendation, but I'm not going to touch that stuff until I need it. Okay, that's fair. She'll probably also recommend like some other artists or like some different styles that you probably haven't heard of to at least listen to, because musician, you she figures you probably enjoy listening to other things. She'll tell you about different people, like different people to check out and listen to, and I'll just kind of chat music while she 
takes care of her stuff in engineering and she says, oh, This has been fun, but I do need to get up to the home to relieve. Ty, do you want to keep chatting or? Sure. You can do pretty much whatever you want. Okay, that's fine. I mean, I, I am doing kind of whatever I need. I'm not consciously taking up her time. It's like I just tag along to the room and let her do her thing while I do my thing. Okay, in that case, she'll probably actually say, I think I'm done here. If you need anything else or have any questions or want to talk music sometime, let me know. I gotta go relieve Ty, though, because I think he has some stuff to do. Will do. Sounds good. She just does her little usual prance out. She doesn't walk as much as she prances most of the time. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds about right. Vi probably goes back to the library to research what the further scans have brought up. So you get a notification from the terminal that was running the search that the facial recognition came up inconclusive. It searched every database it had, just it could not find them. But it gives you the option to sort of save the search, and if anything comes up, it'll give you an alert. As now that you have your personal profile, you can receive alerts. As if anything comes up on either of those people. Sure, I'll save it. There's not going to be much more coming from that one for a while, but for now you are able to can do research on other things if you would like. You were looking into different sort of artistic styles last time. Yeah, but that is also kind of preoccupied right now. So once that's done, I think she's going to exit the library for a while and try to figure couple things out. So she may... Hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry. It's actually probably gonna want to actually check something, so she's gonna go into the training room. And what do you want to do in the training room? Well, at first she's gonna take a look as if she's taking a look around at the room because she's sort of examining more stuff, but she's kind of looking more for uh, cameras in there. Like spy cameras or uh, no? Just like is there like a security camera in the sh- in the room, or is it just like just a room with? I mean, there there are some cameras, but they're not hidden. A camera or two, they're in the corners. You can tell they're there. Okay. The spaceships are gonna have cameras just in case something happens. If you would like to roll investigation, you're welcome to. Or please behave, dice. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling. Uh, investigation. That's an eight. Although my passive investigation is like eleven, so. You see that there are some security measures, but it doesn't look like as much they were trying to hide them as it is just like sort of, since it's the training room, there's monitors and you can trace where energy controls and things like that, but there's nothing that could be used to, it's not much spy on people, as there's just, in the training room, since you can also act as combat with other people. Instead of just doing it with the holograms, they have monitors to detect if someone's injured so it can send an alert. Okay. Or like if you wanted to record your training session and see this is where I need a technique to be better, things like that. Tally would have explained to you that like once you got your personal profile, you could sort of use it to track your progress if you're learning any new martial art forms or any different forms of combat or if you're trying to measure your growth and the power increase in your spells stuff like that that's one of those things where it's like it just stays on your profile but if you want you can like share it with people or have like sort of competitions or stuff like that 
Okay. It's like a fitness tracker. After checking that, Vi's actually going to go to one of the dummies and take off the safety on her wrist blades so they can actually pop out now. You have to summon your dummy, so like you go up to a panel and type in your specifications and it materializes. And so I take some practice. She's at it. Okay. All to a deck. Okay. Hey, nat 20. <laughs> now that I say that, I'm not entirely sure how I feel. But so as you stab, like, it goes through. There's a moment where the dummy flickers. <laughs> it's just like it, because, like, you can feel the impact. And it <laughs> flickers slightly. And it's like it's deflated. And as you pull your arm back, it just sort of pops back out. Nice. And Anima, when you were wailing on it, it probably also would kind of dent and then pop back out, but that probably also had you very frustrated that you couldn't do permanent damage. Are you gonna keep stabbing at it with the wrist blades, or what are you gonna do? Yeah, she's mainly just testing her wrist blades right now. So yeah, she'll keep doing it a few times. Okay. Another nat 20, what? (laughs) What just happened? I'm rolling them. (laughs) Okay, so it's again. It's, you're just getting all of the luck and you're getting it all out now for the combat. That's why I'm going to my misbehaving dice. <laughs> okay. uh, let's try one more time. Uh, what proficiency do I do? It's... Oh, wait. No, it's just normal. I don't remember how combat works. Do you add anything to your d20 roll? It's proficiency and with the wrist blades... I don't know if those are technically strength or finesse weapons. It's finesse. It's finesse. Yeah, okay. It's not dex modifier. Okay. Plus 11. For the second one, it bends even more. And then when you hit it with the third one, it's you can tell it does some damage and there's like a little crease in it. It wasn't as good as the first two hits. Let's do one more. Let's do one more. Okay. Misbehaving dice. Okay, that's 16... Uh, nat 20. Not natural 20. Also hits, I think. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. It also does the thing where it bends not quite as far as it did with the first two nat- with the two nat 20s, but it's- there's impact. I'm also realizing that would be for damage rolls, but I'm just gonna pretend like I meant to roll them all in one because it's practice. Pretty and forgot how combat works because y'all keep doping out of it. <laughs> Not for long. I think we only missed one. <laughs> to be fair, I think that was the only one I had planned. Yeah. <laughs> for the first training. Oh yeah, there was, the, there was the first training, but that was also me figuring out how combat works. After okay. that, I would say Vi is pretty good. So, she'd put her wrist blades back and re-engage the safety on them. Everything away was when she came in. How much time do you think has passed to that point? That's... Uh, probably been about like 15 or 20 minutes oh okay so you, you, st- you still got some time actually no okay. make it closer to like maybe like 30 because you also searched the room yeah okay but beating up on the dummy didn't take a lot of time no but it was relaxing <laughs> Farida what are you doing right now still working on that song you like go back to the mess hall or go hang out in the library to do that, or are you just I go to the library. So you're not just awkwardly standing in engineering. <laughs> I mean, if there were like chairs in engineering, I might have just sat down. There, there probably are. So if you just would have just randomly sit in engineering, worked on your music. Mm, yeah, why not? 
Actually, I wanted to go find a window. Not wanted to find. I mean, most rooms on the outside that you go into have windows. Uh, a room that has a window and is, like, a nice place to lounge around in. I think there's probably, like, some sort of rooms that are used as private studies whenever someone wants to work on something more remotely or just have... Not more remotely. Just to have a private area to focus on stuff. So, yeah. You find one of those little studies and there's, like, a comfy chair and it's very comfortable and quiet and it's got good lighting and you can see out into space probably actually have to open the shutter at first because a lot of the shutters are probably closed just because someone was on the ship for a while if you're able to find a nice little place to work under music that has a view i think you can work on the song okay. ah, it looks like it's going to take a little bit longer i'm rolling uh, performance checks to see if i make the song or not i like that let's keep that <laughs> <laughs> well she oh, rolled a 21 before going to engineering and she rolled a 11 now that she's in a nice quiet place she needs to go back to engineering. You gotta wait to finish getting all the sounds. You gotta yeah. give the sounds time to record so you can add them in. There you go. You're just kind of fine-tuning what you got so far and thinking, like, things you might do, but you gotta wait to get all the good noise. Yeah, this is the this is the slow part. The uh, push and pull little beats this way and that way, trying to just make it land just so. Minima, what are you up to? Question about the ship for the DMs. Yes. Dishwashing. There's, you have like a plan. Is there like there's there's like a sink and a dishwasher. It's bigger than you would think it would be for how many people you've seen on the ship, but you also know the ship can hold quite a few people. So there's a the galley's well stocked to prepare food for like probably about a dozen people, if not more. Before the other two left, I took their dishes and I went to go wash them by hand. Okay. Tell us all you did, and she's like, "Oh, thanks. You didn't have to do that." Did you kind of keep cleaning up after breakfast? Because I think Tali completely forgot to put the rest of the food back in the fridge. Oh, I super did. I super just started, like, cleaning. <laughs> Anima doesn't know what to... She's kind of short-circuiting because she doesn't have orders or anything <laughs> to, like, know what to do. So she's a little bit, like, lost at sea. So she's just going to try and be helpful. Okay. Be after we were done engineering. Tosca stops in the mess hall and stops surprised when she sees that most of the stuff has already been, like, sort of put up and cleaned up. And I'm just, like, sort of wiping down the counter again. Oh, Anima, thank you. I completely forgot to do that. You didn't have to do that all by yourself. I was coming back, actually. Probably good you did. I'm forgetful. Not a problem. Ellie, I... Something you said earlier. Please don't feel that you have to injure yourself or limit yourself. And I can't speak for the other two, but for my sake, at the very least, it I think it would be better if you were to continue being selfly and not trying to simply make us comfortable. Because you also deserve to be comfortable. She gets this smile on her face and she's just, she is so touched by this. I don't know if Anima would realize that's what the look on her face is. It's really sweet, Anima. It's 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 been weird for me having to pretend to be a robot for so long. I'm glad I can finally be myself around you guys. She starts doing her little bouncy thing again. Yes, pretending is difficult. You had to pretend for a while, didn't you? Yes, didn't want to die. She looks heartbroken at that. You wanna come up to the helm with me? relief tie but we can hang out and talk 
I'm like, not this way. And she prances off, but she prances off slowly enough you can follow. <laughs> and I follow her. <laughs> yeah, and she leads you up to the helm and she's like, Hey, Ty, your replacement's here. You can go back to communications now. Thank you, Tolly. I have a few reports to finish. And good to see you, Anima. Are you still doing well? Yes, I am fine. Thank you. Good to hear. Hopefully we can talk more soon, but I have some work to do. Just nods his head and walks out of the room while Tali slips into the same seat Spectre was sitting in when we when they first took off. She sits down and just like gestures to the nearest chair line and says, make yourself at home. I know we gave you a tour of the last home and it's a little different from this one. Well, a little different. A lot different. It's... I'm impressed that thing can fly some of the times. <laughs> I can show you around this one, or we could talk about whatever you want to talk about. You said that more people make Russian forged. Yeah, we found the crucible that made it possible. And I don't remember exactly how we figured out to do it. It was a really long time ago, but we, we have for a while. You think there's anyone among your people who could help me get my memory back? Don't remember anything. Oh, I guess I told the captain this, not you. Uh, I remember waking up in the Federation in a pod. knew that I was fully mature Ashenforged. My name was Anima, and I had to protect something. And that's all. I don't know how it works in the Federation, but it takes five years for Ashenforged to fully form from what I know, and they usually remember most of it. Yes, and uh, she reaches back and sort of grabs her braid and, and sort of drags it over her shoulder. And I've always been very obviously different. I noticed you myself a couple of times. I almost broke cover the first time because I had, I was just like, what the heck? How did they get one of our Ashenforged? Actually, no, now that I know your story, I'm still confused. Who am I? Get to the bottom of this, though. Well, one way or another. Yes. Honestly, because when I get curious about something, it drives me insane until I figure it out. Basically, <laughs> she says things. It's like, even if you're not good at reading people, you can kind of tell exactly what she's feeling when <laughs> she talks. Yeah. At that last statement, she got a bit of the crazy eyes. Oh, my original question you think that there's someone who could help me? I mean, I know a couple places we can start looking, but as to how you ended up where you were... Maybe the answer is in my memories. It would be I a first step. Yeah. I'll definitely start looking into that. I haven't dealt as much directly with the creation process of Ashenforged, but I know some people to talk to. It's secondary. Anything else come first. It's not necessarily a priority, I'm just, just want to know. You want to know where you came from? I just would like to know. But I am perfectly capable of existing without knowing. Yeah, she sort of reaches over and, like, taps something into a tablet on the side. Making a note to start reaching out to some people. I can't do that at the helm, but I can start get the search started once we get to the base. I know I personally also really want to know the answer to this, and you've got quite a few mysteries. What's another add to the list? <laughs> Guess so. 
And after a couple of seconds, she's just going to look at you and say, Are you really afraid that if they knew you were different, they would harm you? When they opened, I suppose it was a pod. I guess I don't really know. Whatever container I was in gave me a number. I already had a name, but they gave me a number told me to follow them. I was confused and scared and alone and I knew, I knew that number wasn't who I was. I am anima, that is who I am. But they gave me something else and and that wasn't right, but, but I, I didn't know what would happen if I didn't. And then I saw the way that people who weren't and the rest of those Ashen Forge created in the Federation were treated. I was treated by them. Tried the other Ashen Forge sometimes in bunk rooms that they had for us. None of them responded to my questions outside of land pleasantries. Yes, I was just scared and didn't like different. I was different. How long has it been since you woke up? I didn't decide, so you know what? I'm gonna roll something and say whatever that is. I'm gonna roll a d6 and say whatever number comes up. <laughs> hey, d6s are great. Yep, four for years. Must have been terrible and terrifying. At least as in the suit I knew who I was. I'm so sorry you ever had to go through that. I know it may feel a little weird, but do whatever you want here. You just don't hijack the ship. Jeez. I don't want to do that. I, I didn't think so, but you have free reign of the ship. You can do whatever makes you happy or kind of figure out what makes you happy. You don't have to live off of orders anymore. You can decide to do things. That is the strangest thing. Knowing it, knowing that you've told me that, not necessarily feeling like it's true. It's been a very long time. I just kind of gives you a little smile and it has only been a day since you realized everything you were told by the Federation's a lie. It's, it's okay to give yourself time to process things. Don't worry, it only gets weirder from here. Life is a constant raid of new difficulties and you can either adapt or you can die. Well, that's an accurate, if rather bleak way of looking at things. Not wrong. Maybe not die physically, although sometimes I'm sure, but mentally, I guess. I, I, I know what you're getting at. Yes. Not a lot to learn about the universe, but then again, we all do. If you think about it, I technically only know a small amount more than you do, and that's going up outside of the Federation, where I've kind of always had free access to information. I mean, did steal some of it for a period of time. I don't recommend that. There's better ways. But I think you'll like it out here once you get used to it. The food is so much better, too. <laughs> okay. I just knocked over all of my dice, and now they're everywhere, and they were perfectly set up the way I wanted them to be. Now they're not, and it's really just, oh. like, a problem for my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Casey's having trouble, guys. Okay. At least Jeffro isn't in your room to eat dice. That's a terrifying thought. No, I wouldn't put it past him. I mean, weird boy. probably wouldn't smell very good, so he may be depending on which one. I wouldn't feel great coming out. Oh god, 
Yeah, no, none of them would really feel great, but yeah, some would be worse than others. The D4, though. The D4, yeah, this is what I was <laughs> eyeballing. <laughs> and I guess you're just going to kind of hang out in the hell until yeah, it's time. Chill, I guess. I'll start explaining how what the different consoles do and sort of teaching you the basics of some of the stuff. It's significantly more complex than the last one you saw. She's talking you through the basics and probably gets sidetracked at least six times. Yeah. <laughs> That's about what I expect. Of six times, just like asking random questions and just like going off into a story. And oh, hey, hey, you see that star? There's a planet that orbits it. It's really cool because it rains glass. Actually, that's not as cool as it sounds. <laughs> that sounds painful, actually. Molten glass or solid glass? You're not here. You're not there. <laughs> <laughs> not allowed on that planet. We only sent like ropes. It's really cool to watch from the outside. Maybe one day we'll take you past there. And then this does this. <laughs> just gets back to her description like nothing happened. And Fairdale, are you just using this entire time to work on your song? Yes, I just rolled a 23 on performance, so I'm going to say that she finished it. Okay. <laughs> and I sent it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I did not make this, obviously. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, you're finishing up your song. Violina, what are you doing after you're done testing out your wrist blades? She puts them up, makes sure that they sort of go in correctly. And then at that point, yeah, she probably does go to the library to do more research with the jewelry. Just being able to sort of compartmentalize. Is that the right word? Depends on what word you're looking for. I mean, it is a word. She's compartmentalized uh, some of the worries she's had. So, yeah, she'll search more about the jewelry in okay. different cultures. I think later, Sonferg is gonna go, like, make sure that she looks good. And in case she has to drop her face for anything, she can <laughs> look right. <laughs> Stick to her act. And so I imagine, like, you're walking back to your quarters to sort of freshen up a bit. Yeah. So as you're walking to your quarters, you see Spectre's finally, she's come out of her room and she's walking. Like, she looks like she's heading towards the helm and she's like, oh, Merida, it's good to see you. No, that's not her voice. Crap, I have to remember her voice again. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> no Almost jester. Almost jester. It's not what I was trying to do. Merida, <laughs> good to see her up in the mount, still settling in all right. And one of the things you notice immediately is today her eyes are yellow. Mm. Not quite amber like Violina's, but yesterday you could have sworn her eyes were blue and today they're yellow. Supposed to be changing color. It's apparently one of the unique side effects of being part Prometheus and part Cassius. So my eyes change color. That didn't come through at all. <laughs> I dig it. As you may notice, Mine do a little bit of changing on their own, though really it's just the intensity of the color. Well, they've never been able to figure out exactly why mine changed the way they did. It's definitely not to some very interesting conversations. Oh, by the way, I've been meaning to, and she's gonna like reach into her pocket and pull out the earrings in her hand. Since I don't really need these anymore, I figured you could use them now, at least until we can get you your own set. Ooh, what are these? She takes them and starts to look at them. Or how I was able to hide them, this and just gestures to like the bluish greenish skin and yellow eyes. Oh, that's really cool! And she immediately starts switching them out to try them on. I'm assuming Faridus probably got multiple piercings. Probably yes. As 
doesn't matter as long as it's in your body somehow. Wait, freezing. Yes, freezing. <laughs> I don't think I've had enough coffee today, but then again, I just got out of some very, very long meetings. Yeah, how did that go? She's just massaging her temple a bit. Yes, a lot of talking and talking and then being at and being updated on things. Got a lot to catch up on from the past five years. Yeah, that's a, that's a quite a bit there. Uh, thankfully, I was able to start offloading most of my records to them from my research and study, but they had a lot of questions about why I was leaving so early, supposed to be there at least another month, and why I brought people with me. We do have footage of the explosion, right? Yes, we do, and I sent it to them, and there was some back and forth. As I suspected, they're all right with it, but I need some coffee before I go back on the helm. Are you still doing alright with everything? Yes, actually, I just finished a song, which I will flick to her uh, wirelessly and be like, for you to listen to while you're enjoying your coffee. Tell me what you think of it, and please don't send it around. Oh, no, of course not. Thanks for sharing. I've always enjoyed your music. It helps when there's a particularly long and eventful shift on Helm. Glad to try to help. So how do these things actually work? And she starts messing with the earrings to try to get him to do stuff. Did she just kind of, kind of like reach up and squeeze one of them and you can sort of feel a sort of click and it's like slight static ripple when you look down your skin tone's different and she reaches over and taps on one of the walls and it becomes reflective so you can see your face and it's really weird because you know what your face looks like and, and the structure's still the same but it doesn't look like you. Like, the hair is slightly different, the eyes are a little different color, or the skin tone's different. And I'll fire up magic, not to actually do anything, but to get my eyes to change color, to blue. Does it overpower the illusion? Since I'm imagining the eyes glowing with the magic is a thing that just happens for people that have magic. Just change your eyes to a different shade of blue so they glow, but they still say, like, it's still not the same shade of blue like a tealish rather than like in the, uh, the electric blue okay cool yeah. wow it's probably your brain is having a disconnect and does not really know how to process this at first i know the spell what's it called mask appearance which mm -hmm. i would imagine is pretty similar to what this does yeah but like i know i'm not using it and it's doing the thing which is pretty cool uh, is there a time limit on this? I don't recommend using it for more than eight hours at a time. It needs to sort of recharge. This is a long time. I think we can work around that. Whenever you turn it off, even if it hasn't recharged recently, it's like it puts a pause on that eight hours. So you can keep it going longer if you turn it off whenever you're not around people. It's how I kept it going lots of the time. This is going to be very helpful. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And still try and get you a custom one so you can have more control over what you look like, but not going to really need it here. People know who I am. I don't need to hide. This is far Jeez. better than just a, uh, a stopgap. This is this is great. Thank you so much. Welcome. My pleasure. If you need me for anything else, I'll be in the helm. Until then, you have the end of the ship. I'll let you guys know when we're making our approach. Sounds good. Enjoy your coffee, Captain. She nods, grabs yourself coffee, and then, and then goes up towards that and keeps walking towards the helm. Before I forget, Violina messages Spectra real quick saying that nothing came up on the people yet, mm -hmm. but I've saved the search for later. Okay. 
You get a response back and it says, Fortunate, but not entirely unexpected. Still worth researching. I'll keep an ear to the ground and see if anything else comes up. If you need me, I'm in the helm. Thank you. And you can actually probably hear someone walking by around now. <laughs> walking past the door of the library into the helm. Okay, down to the helm. Okay. Yeah. yeah the helm's on the bottom. I had to remember what my ship looks like. <laughs> Alright, so is everyone just kind of hanging out doing their own thing? We got like another 30 minutes left before the Opal Star starts to make its approach to the Alliance base. If there's any last minute things we want to do to prepare. Mm-hmm. Nothing in particular. Nothing I can think of. The next 30 minutes pass mostly uneventfully. You get a ping over the intercom that's spectral saying, we're about to make the approach of Please come out to the helm. You might want to strap in for this. I do so. Right. Down to the helm. Fractions. As you come in, Spectre's glances over her shoulder, and Vylina, you notice this? I don't know if Anima, I don't know if you would notice it at first, but Vylina, with your passive perception, you definitely notice her eyes are yellow. Hmm. Galop will be approaching shortly. I was able to get this access to a more private sector, so not as many eyes. The earrings are turned off right now. I figured you were going to keep them off when you're on the ship. Real quick, say to Spectre, is everything alright? Your eyes are burnt? Is that just yours? Yes, I never noticed this. It's part of being part Cash, part Promethean. I don't sure exactly why this happens, because there's not a whole lot of people with my particular bloodline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my eyes change. She just kind of like looks over at Anima and Anima, now that she's pointed out, you see her eyes are yellow. They have been around some cash, but not really any Prometheans. I hadn't seen anything like that before, but thank you for letting us know. What can I say? I've got weird biology. We all to some extent. She switches her focus back to piloting the ship and you can you can see the base it's a large satellite and i forgot to find a reference picture for what it looks like because i have no idea what it looks like like at first you're like oh that's not that big but as you keep getting closer it's a pretty decent sized space station and you hear her communicating with the People at the docking bays requesting permission. Sometimes she'll switch into another language. And after a few minutes, the ship safely docks. And- Alright, ready for your first introduction to the Alliance? There's the people that are in this ward. I'll ever be. Let's go. Come along. Oh, also, Ty and Tally are both there. Do you mind staying with the ship and handling the docking procedures and customs? Sure thing, Captain. Alright. Come on, Dally. Time to answer some questions and I'm not looking forward to this medical exam. Either, Captain. I'll probably actually reach over to Violina and tap her on the shoulder and, like, make pointed eye contact and then reach up to the earrings and then, like, pause for a moment and then tap it, like, for her to clearly see what I'm doing and see the <laughs> effect, you know. Because I would think that Violina would find it interesting technology to include into her jewelry in the future. And this might be the start of learning how it works. She would look interested also, also sort of raising an eyebrow at it going on. But yeah, she'd be interested in that. 
that kind of technology, I think, is more akin to what an artificer would do, probably. Design is still resting. With that level of detail. But you would still find it very interesting. You'd probably be able to understand some of how it works, but Tali and Spectre are pretty much like halfway at the door. I was like, well, I promise they don't bite here. Not that hard. Snack. Oh. <laughs> Y'all gonna follow? Or are we just yes. gonna... Awkwardly sit on the ship. Yes, we found. As you disembark from the ship, there's a couple of people standing around. Spectra walks up and has a short conversation with one of them, Adendus. There's also a Promethean just sort of making sure that the ship is secured and running some basic checks to make sure it didn't bring anything in with it. And Spectra has a brief conversation with the Dendus. Davian and Dendus, once they're done, she looks back. Well, she'll be through this way, and she leads you through one of the doors, and I just kind of waves cheerily at the strange dentist, and the dentist just kind of waves back and then goes back to what they were doing. And so you follow her through a hallway. It's a short hallway, and then you find yourself in a waiting area that's so much, so much nicer than the first waiting area you were in. There's screens, there's like little tablets, and different sort of entertainment devices, and there are two officials standing there in a uniform similar to the one that Spectre is wearing, although she's... When you first saw her in her Federation uniform, she had like a couple of medals on there. And she's in her Alliance uniform, you notice there's quite a few more. And they're different designs that don't quite make sense to you because it hasn't been explained to you yet. As she walks up, Inspector and Lieutenant Tali here to report it. At their friends here. What is the protocol now for entry into the Alliance? And so the two people, one is a Promethean, another one is an Eldori, who kind of looks a little surprised to see you, Violina, and just kind of gives a friendly nod. Well, if you've done their medical exams, all you need to do is add the information to the database. We'll ask them some questions while you're doing doing the last of your briefing and doing your medical exams. It's been a while since you've been properly examined, and Spectre, they want to check on her. Yes, yes, I know. May continue on then? Ali, can you transfer the information? Yeah, sure thing, Captain. And then she looks at the three of you. All are okay with me going ahead and adding your information to the database, right? This is from the scans you did last time. Have we gone to a different room from the waiting room? We went from the docks down a hallway into a waiting room, and there's two people standing there waiting for you. Got it. Maybe, but after I turn this off, and she'll turn off the, the earring. The Eldori looks surprised that Promethean takes a step back for a second, and their eyes go really wide. She's like, gosh, all together. Need to be professional, remember? She'll get very serious and say, you're here to do business, right? Yeah. Okay, good. And she'll start to smile. She'll, she'll like, drop this the serious act. You could tell the dudes, the, the Promethean is still just like, oh, God. Like, he's not saying anything, but just the eyes are wide, and the Eldori just kind of... For I'm sorry, um, he was, neither of us were expecting any of this, but Dr. Tholomir, if you don't mind coming this way, we can get you all taken care of, and you three might have some questions to ask you. Make yourselves comfortable. Do. And the dude's just standing there, and Eldori just, like, smacks him a couple times, and he shakes his head, like, why don't you escort the captain and her lieutenant? I'll take care of these people here. <laughs> and he smacks him, like, okay... And also, remember, the spreading. I know. 
She just smells really apologetic, but sorry, he's been a fan of yours for a while, and I also love your work. I just, and like at this point, Spectre and Talia have left, they just kind of give you smiles, like Talia just smiles and nods encouragingly to you. And so you're left with the Eldori woman who's, Vilina, you can tell she's older. Will I be able to tell how oldish range or what I need to do? I don't remember how long Eldori live. I think it's two to three hundred years. Do we ever decide how old Vilina is? I would say freezer fifties. Looking, you'd guess probably low hundreds. I don't know if you guys can really tell at first glance, just because like I don't know how much time you spent around Eldori and how well you can notice their ages. She's like, kind of information, it's three hundred to four hundred years. Okay, cool. That's even better. Thank you. Well, I, I respond to the lady doing the apologizing. I'll be like. Oh, it's okay, it's okay. As, as you can imagine from the fact that you're bringing us in here, I had no idea about there being a fandom at all. So, yeah. Aboard the Opal Star is an Esper Genesis 5e actual play podcast DM'd and produced by Brianna Toiber as part of Pseudonym Social, Creative Podcast Network. I'm Casey, and I'm playing Anima the Ashenforged. Victor, I'm playing Farida the Prometheus. My name's Alexis, and I am playing Vilina Sorel, the Eldori. Music is by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To see more of his work, visit his website at chesterstudios.net. Find out more about Pseudonym Social by visiting our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com. If you like what we're doing and would like to support us, please consider leaving a review or donating to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial. We're Waffles Maple Syrup, and we play Pathfinder 2E and all sorts of different TTRPGs. You're about to listen to our time travel homebrew campaign called Time Has Passed. Check it out! Doldren just comes charging up this way towards where uh, L ran off to, and sees that rune still there, and Tanigal attacking uh, L and be like, I said the rune! As he just mm. turns charges at it. And again, just jumps, leaps, and swings with them all. Why would anybody want to be human? That's stupid. Most people don't get a choice. I mean, but we did. (laughs) 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 That's a lot of damage. I have no weapons aside from my body. Oh dear. Oh my. <laughs> uh, oh my. You see this humanoid shape enclosed in a white robe 
form in the void of your dreams. As we zoom into where his face should be, there is nothing but blackness. The blackness that leaks from his hood begins to enshroud your mind, wrapping around you in this space. I need all of you to make a will saving throw. And if you like what you just heard, search Waffles Maple Syrup, one word, and give us a subscribe. Thanks!